Hello friends. This is another episode of Subtle Medicine with me, your host, Devin. This is your prime spot for all things holistic healing, spirituality, and really just aligning with and living nature's wisdom and rhythms. And today we are getting into surrender. Surrender. Specifically on the axis of the lover and the death doula on Inner Spark's Wheel of Frequencies. And this is represented as Beltane to Samhain. So late spring, late autumn, that axis on that circle. And so these are two points of surrender in their different forms. And we're going to get into that today and what that looks like and how that shows up in our lives regardless of the season. This is a beautiful topic. Surrender has been oh, <laughs> such a practice for me. Mm, truly. So this, this axis is offering us two different flavors of surrender. And it's really important to, to kind of distinguish because they're, they're very nuanced. And at different times in our life, we'll be asked to surrender, to surrender something. And we can kind of feel into the ways that it shows up and, and the different uh, um, subtle flavors that each aspect of surrender has. So just as a quick recap, if you are tuning in for the first time or just kind of found me, welcome. I work with something I've created called the Wheel of Frequencies, and it is the eight main archetypes or I've been calling them lately the the eight main faces of the mother. And these these different seasonal changes that we experience on the outside are really just just manifestations of very subtle energies. So each each part of the year, each season has a very specific invitation and flavor and and set of of quests and and inquiries for us. There's different ways to care for ourselves to really get the most of it. And even though we experience it on the outside, the truth is we are having our own wheel of the year within us in each moment, in each day, each breath cycle, each menstrual cycle. We are constantly living these things. It's nice to work with them as the seasons actually progress on the outside because it can give us a bit of an entry point that's that's easier. A lot of people... Are who, who may be starting out with this or just, you know, we're all different, right? So kind of working with, with the subtle for some people can, can feel a little out of reach. So when we can actually see what's happening around us in nature, it, it helps us to reawaken what's happening within us at, at any given moment. So these eight archetypes or faces of the mother are really our inner wisdom council. And so today, like I said, we're talking about the lover who's represented at that late springtime just before summer and the death doula who is represented in late autumn just before winter. So these these two faces, you might be like, uh, what the hell do they have to do with each other, right? The lover and the death doula. <clears throat> On the wheel, and that's the beautiful thing about a wheel, a circle, is there's always something across the circle, 
right? With, with uh, more medicine to share, more wisdom to offer, more guidance to offer with wherever you happen to be on that circle. And if you haven't already taken the, the quiz on, on my website, innerspark.life slash frequency, the quiz can kind of help you to see where you are right now in, in your particular season of life and what, what might be being asked of you. So the lover and the death doula are on opposite ends of the circle, this, this axis of surrender. And they have a lot to do with each other. The lover asks us to surrender into life, and then the death doula, we're surrendering into death. Surrendering into life is, is, is going into a growth phase. It's asking that we release our self-will, our egoic attachments to me or I, and release our plans and desires so that we may flow in our full authenticity, allowing our truest self to guide us. So it's a surrendering of, like I said, any any plans or attachments to the way that we think things need to be. Anything that, that is I or me focused is actually making our experience of life quite small, quite stifled. So at the time of the lover, when there's this, it's a time of, of expansive growth and really merging, right? Lovers merge. So in the case of, of the, the self's growth and the self's journey, this is a time of merging your kind of small self with your truest self or your high self. So laying down, surrendering, you know, I, I have an image right now of like a bull. And of course, you know, it's, that's, that's tourist season, right? And bulls are very stubborn. So are bulldogs. Don't ask me how I know that. It's the one you might hear snoring next to me on these episodes. He likes to give his two cents. But that, that very stubborn part of us that wants to do it our way may be afraid, may feel scared of opening up and, and surrendering and releasing our our attachments and letting something bigger flow through us. So this is that 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 surrender with the lover, surrendering into life. And it prepares us for kind of that that next stage along our journey, which is really um finessing and forging ourselves through devotional discipline that the blacksmith archetype then brings us at, at summer solstice as represented by summer solstice. So there's this merging of self and divine, small self and truest self. And it really is this invitation to just like let go and what could be there for you on the other side. What growth are you missing out on? And I really love, I, I use this example of orgasm all the time when I'm talking about this, this axis, because orgasm really is that um, physical manifestation, that physical experience of surrender, kind of both simultaneously surrendering into life and surrendering into death, right? I love it in French, it translates to the, the little death, the tiny death, and it asks that we get out of our own way, right? So there's, there's that invitation to like surrender into life, get out of our own way to step into this, this like really beautiful divine expression of, of life, 
of this this current of life that flows through us and then as it arises and we're like in it there's this surrendering into into death so some part of us is going to come out the other side perhaps changed perhaps different because of the surrender that was invited as we said yes to that experience yes to that orgasmic experience saying yes to surrendering into life right some part of us is going to be changed because as we lay down whatever barrier or resistance was there to saying yes to surrendering into life we come out the other side different so then the other side of this axis the death doula This is surrendering into death and asks that we release any and all attachment to what has been, to what we've created, what we've known, so that we may start fresh once more after the rest and rejuvenation that winter or the void archetype will bring. So it's this laying down of what has been created, what has been grown, what we've cultivated, right? So it's like, well, I surrendered into life and then all of this amazing stuff happened. You know, I, I continued on. There was this merging with my divine self and I finessed and worked on, on my ego more and forged through devotional discipline with the blacksmith and then went on to the sacred activist and the high priestess. And so then there's now this invitation of like, okay, that's, that's cool. And can you let that go now? Because all of that growth all of what you've created can now serve you better in a different form. And we have such a weird relationship with death in our culture, right? Like that it's this like finite ending and it's horrible and bad and we don't talk about it and we skip through the dark part of the year with all of this artificial light and staying up and partying and making merry and kind of like tricking ourselves until it's bright again. And that's so sad to me because the greatest gifts are in the dark. The darker it is, the better you can see. The darker it is, there's no room for bullshit. None whatsoever. And so as we work with with the death doula and this surrender into death, we are invited to take all that we've created, to take whatever identity we're currently holding with ourselves that, oh, by the way, was created in part by saying yes to surrendering into life, right? So taking all of that and allowing an energy transference to take place, which is really all death is. Us dying, right? It's just, it's the death of the body. The body will go on and, and you know, become something else. And then what's inside of the body just moves on to a different... Uh, different form, different vessel, different different way of of being, right? It's an energy transference. And we're not just talking about you know, like death in the sense of death of the body. These are deaths that we experience every day when we give death to a habit. Every exhale we take is an experience of death. So this is this is letting go of like I said whatever we've created whatever identity that we currently hold and allowing that energy transference to take place so that it can better serve us as we move forward. It can serve as, as, as a compost 
as we are resting and rejuvenating before we move forward once more. Yeah. So it asks that we we release more than perhaps we thought possible or have ever known. Right? So have you ever had some of those insights that leave you very different afterwards, right? Like once you see something within yourself, you can't unsee it. You can't close that door again. You're going to be forever changed and things in your life need to be different. Right? So some sometimes these these things are are quite uh jarring. Sometimes not so much, you know? It's like I'm giving death to a part of myself that says I can't go I can't go to bed an hour earlier because I have to stay up and uh, work, right? Like sometimes maybe that's, that's it's, it's not as crazy um, unless, right, we like really dig down deeply and realize the, the root of the story that's running that whole, that whole show. But in, in any case, I'm getting, I'm getting off track here. So we need to let go of the attachment to what has been created, because when, when we've created something and there's some type of an attachment, it's going to be harder to surrender into death when it's time to let that go. And I'm thinking of, you know, all of those, those monks that will make that, those, those beautiful, um, like, sand art and then just destroy it, right? As this beautiful offering of, like, nothing is permanent, the only thing that, that we can rely on is that things are going to continue to change. Things are going to continue to move and to dance. And, and, and there, there is a constant in that rhythm, right? Like we can start to really tune into our own inner rhythms, our own inner seasons, the seasons of the earth, and really take solace in, in that rhythm. But so many of us are so afraid to even dance and to let go and to not be the same all the time. And we're just not meant to. We're not meant to be the same all the time. We demand the same level of output from ourselves 24-7, 365. We demand that the earth produce all the time. And it's just, it doesn't work that way. There are cycles of, of rest and rejuvenation, of expansion and growth, of digestion and feasting, like... There's all kinds of, of things that are happening. So at the time of the death doula, we are asked to, again, release attachment and surrender into death. So we're not so much creating at this time as we are letting go of something that has been created. Some creation or outcome even if it was created without any attachment to any kind of outcome and, and really created as, or, or initiated rather, as the lover, right? Like I've t- I'm totally working with as my like high self and I don't, maybe don't want to let go of this and, and, and give death to it. We're asked to do that because something, you know, an experience, a relationship, a behavior has run its course, and has given us all that it will give us at this time. So at this point, we surrender into death and find a sense of liberation and completion. So it's like laying it all down. Like, this doesn't need to be mine anymore. I don't need to carry this. It's complete. 
I feel free. It's a time to digest and integrate without the burdens or the weight. It's like, that was cool, right? That was pretty sweet. Whatever my journey has has brought me thus far, whatever um, I've created, whoever I have thought I had to be, and now it's simply time to let it move forward into a different form. And both sides of surrender, so surrendering into life, surrendering into death, are so subtle and nuanced. Surrendering into creation and then surrendering into destruction. Life-affirming, life-giving, orgasmic bliss, yet one is a beginning and the other is an ending. So that that energy of of that late springtime. And again, like, yes, these are literal seasons that we're talking about, but I always invite you, everything I say, listen to with with a broader perspective. Listen to it for um, the subtle nuance pieces. Yeah, like I'm speaking to us all on a very like deeper soul level, getting out of like tangibles and uh, exacts. So that energy of spring is this, this, this newness, this growth, this beginning. And autumn is completions, endings, surrenderings, completions. And both require surrender and trust, and both are absolutely vital. Absolutely vital. We need to be in that, that dance with both of them so that we can create and then destroy or let... Uh, let fall away when it's time. This is how we create flow. And the invitations feel quite similar, right? But it's like we we know where we are, right? Like intuitively. And we also know that one will always bring the other. It, it's, it's, a, it's not linear. It's just this never-ending spiral. So saying yes to this, this surrender into life, this creation time, means that when it's time there will be a surrender into death for this release and completion time it's just the way it goes and the more that we resist that flow the more dis-ease the absence of of ease and wellness and vitality that we feel so all of these these archetypes and the, the faces of the mother that that I work with, these, these eight separate beings, really, that, that are, are composing our inner wisdom council, all have very specific tasks. They ask that we care for our physical body in a certain way when we're, when we're interfacing with them, our emotional body, our mental body, and our spiritual body. Our practices may need to look a little different. At, at times of creation, there may need to be more um, energy in our lives, more energetic movement practices, more focus on, on things that stimulate us. So, you know, bringing like brighter colors into our environment, um, working with certain crystals, ensuring that, you know, we're, we're getting like sunlight and just like in that, in that space of, of creation. And then really like the opposite is, is true when it's time for working with the death doula and the surrendering into death energy, the completion energy. It's a very decelerating energy. 
that's that's really what autumn is. It's this slowing down before we kind of pause again at solstice at, at this winter time at the very dark dark darkness. So it's a slowing down, a winding down. So practice is more like still restorative yin movement practices, ensuring that we are resting enough, really strengthening and feeling our nervous system calm and soothed. Makes it so much easier to to release and complete. Yeah? So it's like feeling into cause and effect and feeling into like increasing like. Mm. So just a few more things I wanted to touch on as we further kind of feel into these very distinct energies of the lover and the death doula. Just to kind of summarize, the lover may ask us what we're ready to give up in order for the union to take place within. And again, that's going to look like my attachment to the way I think things need to be done, my attachment to stubbornness, right? Picturing that bull or that bulldog. And that attachment to our sense of self and our self-identity at that time. This can be seen as as the plants leave the comfort of their seeds and instinctively reach toward the light of the sun, knowing that there's something else for them to move on to, another, another form, and knowing that they can't do it alone. They follow their lover, the sun, right? So it's this merging of their instinct, their will, and, and, and the divine, right? Like this life-giving sun. So metaphorically, how does that apply to your life? Mm-hmm. And then the death doula may ask us if we're ready to release all we've been created, all we've created, all that we've been comfortable with or have identified as, even, yes, if all done so from a place of unattachment. And you know, it's, it's not like a punishment. I think a lot of us also, we, we feel like we're being punished in some way when we have to release something that we've worked so hard on or, um, you know, I, I've always been this way. I, I, I am that person. I am the, the, the hardworking type A dependable one, even though deep down, like, that's not you. Maybe that's a trauma response, right? That's like the identity that you've taken on because you thought you had to be that. And that's not necessarily who you are. And so then you come to realize it and it's like, well, can you lay that down now and actually be who you are? There can be like like some some resistance and it can feel we can we can put ourselves in a victim place and make it feel like it's some kind of cosmic punishment when we're working with the death doula. And that's just so not true. So not true. This is, you know, I I love I love autumn. I'll just put that out there. Like that, that's just my these are my energies. This is just my soul, right? If if my soul had had a color or an image associated with it. It's just like orange trees and dead leaves on the ground. Like that's just, oh, so good. So I love taking the metaphors from nature. And as I look out the window right now, it's autumn currently here. And I see that the leaves are falling, right? It's, it's late autumn. So the leaves are are really fallen. The trees are a lot more naked than they were last week or the week before. And this is is that perfect metaphor because 
the trees, you know, they grew these leaves. They tended them. They diverted nutrients to them. It's like it was it's it's their purpose in springtime is to grow these leaves. Right. And then when it's time. They fall, they fall freely and tenderly and they die into their next life, which is serving as compost for the next round of leaves. Right. And it's like, it's just that natural. It's not punishment. It's not um, something to be resisted or feared. It's like living life. <laughs> That's what it is. It's, it's living. So both energies are vital. I cannot stress that enough. All of these energies are vital. This is, this is the cosmic um, dance that we're doing while we're here. And if there is any part of you that's, that's dealing with symptoms on the body, mind, or soul level, dis-ease of any kind, you know, that just kind of dissatisfaction or your body is speaking to you and is feeling unwell, where can you surrender a little bit more? Maybe the invitation is to surrender whatever story is holding you back from living a life that's more in flow, living a life that's more aligned with nature's wisdom and nature's flow and really recognizing and embodying all of the faces of the mother, the lover and the death doula included. This is where true healing comes from. This is where true vitality and, and ease come from. Life doesn't have to be hard. We're meant to feel good. We're meant to, to flow and to spiral along with these, these rhythms within us and around us. So as I leave you, I invite you just to feel into surrender. Those two sides of it, how it's showing up for you in your life right now regardless of the season, regardless of anything else? Where is there an invitation to surrender? Both surrendering into life as an act of creation and expansion and surrendering into death as an act of completion and ending. Okay, that's what I've got for you today, my loves. Thank you so much for listening. And if your interest is piqued, I invite you to come over to the website, innerspark.life, take the frequency quiz, poke around the blog. There's so many more resources. And if you're ready to live this in a safe, sacred community with me and other wonderful, wonderful beings who are on the same path, I invite you to check out the Inner Spark membership. Take care of yourself. See you next time. Mwah, mwah, mwah.